Glory to Jesus Christ. Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their histories, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is a story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith, courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and easternchristianmedia.com, a broadband network for you to learn more about the Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianpublications.com. Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I am Father Thomas Lawyer, your host. God does not love us because we are valuable. We are valuable because God loves us. Now, hopefully that struck you in your heart somewhere, and I wish I could take credit for it. However, I just quoted somebody. I just quoted a remarkable person, a person whom you can actually help to become a canonized saint, recognized saint, declared saint by the Catholic Church. And that person is Bishop Fulton J. Sheen. His cause for canonization to sainthood was in process. It's gotten a little bit interrupted, and we want to get it back on track. In fact, there are some people who are very, very committed to that, and they're working very hard, and one of them is going to be on our program today. And he is part of what's called the Fulton Sheen Movement, and that's at FultonSheenMovement.com, FultonSheenMovement.com, and his name is Dr. Peter Howard. Dr. Peter, welcome to Light of the East. Thank you, Father. It is a joy and an honor to be with you on your show. Honor for me, too. We're all both excited because we've got all kinds of spiritual, psychological, emotional investment in this person, don't we? Yes, we do. I'm very impatient. (laughs) So tell us about yourself, first of all. Sure. Well, first, uh, most important facts, um, I am the father of six, the grandfather of one, married to my lovely wife, Chantal, who's a big part of this movement as well. And... um, I have my doctorate is from Rome, one of the places that Sheen liked to go to when he studied uh, before his uh, super doctorate in Belgium. He studied at the Angelicum in Rome, and that's where I was blessed to do my studies as well. So that's just some of the background there. Um, I, I love Mariology. That's one of my specializations. And Fulton Sheen really uh, is probably my biggest theological influence. Really came out of nowhere after my undergraduate studies. So. Really? It's been a, a, a wonderful, yeah, a wonderful theological adventure, a spiritual adventure since the late 90s. And, you, and you've started, you yourself started this movement, right? Yes. Um, this was something that came out. I mean, Fulton Sheen's been a part of what I do actively for, gosh, basically 20 years. And a few years ago, I, I did start at, um, an institute online 
called the Fulton Sheen Institute. But this is specifically about his beatification because who he is as a saint in the church and the influence that he will have on somebody who will discover him is something more important than any class that I could teach or anything like that. I mean, the, the world needs to discover him and or rediscover him depending on uh, what generation you are. Because I do think that he is uh, the greatest prophet for our times, and I think his wisdom goes to the heart of every single cultural crisis that we're facing, and, and he also provides the solution. Speaking of being a prophet, let me prove that to the audience. I have a book full of wonderful quotes of Bishop Sheen. In fact, it is actually called The Wisdom of Fulton Sheen, and it is a quote from him for every day of the year. And this is some, some of the, the type of things that are in this book from Bishop Sheen. Remember, he died some time ago, I think in the 70s. And this is an example of what you're talking about. Sheen says this, America, it is said, is suffering from intolerance. It is not. It is suffering from tolerance, tolerance of right and wrong, truth and error, virtue and evil, Christ and chaos. Our country is not nearly so overrun with the bigoted as it is overrun with the broad-minded. Now, if I just quoted that and no one knew I was quoting Sheen, they probably would think it was from some podcaster today. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of where my mind would have gone. Like, oh, maybe a, a Jordan Peterson or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and here's another good one for today. The refusal to take sides on a great moral issue is itself a decision. It is a silent acquiescence to evil. The tragedy of our time is that those who still believe in honesty lack fire and conviction, while those who believe in dishonesty are full of passionate conviction. Is that relevant or what? <laughs> that's again... What are you just reading today's headlines? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that again is a sign of, as you mentioned, a prophetic figure. With each passing day, I'm 69 years old already. I'll be heading towards 70 next March. Can't believe that's my next milestone. But I'm actually, I actually feel very blessed for that age because I'm kind of a transition age. I knew the old church, as it were, the old ways, the old world, so to speak. I knew, you know, grew up in the 1950s and early 60s. And then I crossed over with the rest of the world in the craziness of the mid to late 60s. And it's just been getting crazier ever since. So I knew before, I knew the change, and I know the aftermath. And I grew up watching Bishop Sheen on our black and white TV, and we sat around, as most America did, around our little black and white TVs, I believe it was Sunday evenings, and we watched his remarkable show, which was the highest rated show in TV at that time, even higher rated than the, and a great comedian. And I would listen to him, and what he was doing is he was literally not only giving us, of course, spirituality to live by, but he was at the time, because we had, you know, that was the height of the Cold War. And, you know, I lived through the Cuban Missile Crisis, and Sheen would literally take apart the whole soul of communism for us. He just did like an anatomy, like he was performing surgery on it. And I think that is something that has to be revitalized today. I often refer to this from the Pope at my own church, but a lot of people are, are so young, they don't understand. They don't realize really what I'm talking about. They think communism is just some kind of archaic thing. It was over in some far land. It's all gone. But if they listen to Sheen, they'll hear that he's talking about today, you know, the sophisticated and devious ideology of communism, which was such a threat at that time. It still is today in different ways. 
And this is what I grew up with, with listening to Bishop Sheen. Did you have that experience or did you come into him later on? I came into him later on. I mean, I'm 49 and uh, I came into him just a couple of years after my undergraduate uh, studies. So this is like the mid-90s, like 97, 98. I came across him by chance. I was just taking a retreat uh, out in Texas, uh, looking at like, trying to discern what God's purpose was for me. My sister said, take these tapes with you, you know, back in the days of cassette tapes. And I gave him a chance. I'm like, right, I've heard of this guy. People say he's got a lot of wisdom. I'm like, okay, well, I'll give him 10, 15 minutes and I'll shut him off if I don't like it. Well, I put him in. I sat in my car for about three days, just listening to this entire retreat that he gave. And like she, like Sheen said, you know, there are about two or three major decisions you make in your life that define the rest of your life. For me, that was one of them. And ever since I knew that he was going to have the, the, the greatest influence on everything I did. And he has um, all my work, my teaching, my theology. Um, and so, yeah, he's, he's a treasure. You know, I realized about myself, talk about influence. Um, some people have said this to me from time to time over my 41 years as a priest, of course, giving homilies, and I do a lot, a lot of public speaking. Uh, they said to me, did you go up watching Bishop Sheen? I said, as a matter of fact, I did. Not only watching him, but we were all formed by him. And they said, well, you know, I could tell by the way you preach, the way you give public talks. And I didn't really realize that. But you know what, Dr. Peter, I have to admit, I kind of stepped back and I was kind of listening to myself for that reason. And you know what? They were right. <laughs> Bishop Sheen's <laughs> style and everything, he got into my head, to my psyche, my soul, and I didn't even know it. And here I, I, I'm watching him as a child. And now here I am being influenced by him uh, even these many years later in my in my very priesthood. How long ago did you start this movement? Oh, this is just about uh, three months ago, basically during Lent. Oh, wow. It's, okay. This year. And again, it's, 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 oh, it's very recent. And again, it's called FultonSheenMovement.com, FultonSheenMovement.com. And we want people to visit this website primarily for the reason of signing up for something, right? Can you tell us more about that? Sure. Well, we have a, a petition on there. It's a global petition because it's going around the world. And we are providing really um, a, a means for those who love Sheen and want to see his beatification happen uh, as soon as possible to give them a collective voice to, to let our bishops know that, you know, this is a man that we desperately need. Um, he's a, he's a, a, a blessed that we want. And, you know, this is our chance to start bringing people together and also hopefully give uh, some extra fire and a push for the, um, ultimately it's Rome's call, but to have them, reschedule the date for Sheen's beatification because people don't realize that they, he had one originally and they iced it two weeks before. <laughs> and he, he is uh, considered blessed right now? Well, not publicly. Um, okay. <laughs> that's yeah. the only thing they have to do is literally hold a mass, a ceremonial mass, and declare it what Rome has already made the determination that he is indeed among the blessed in heaven and is, is worthy of that title because they've confirmed a miracle for him. So it's a very unusual case that we're dealing with. Yes, and unfortunately, for the benefit of our listeners who may not know, um, unfortunately, I have to admit, its I would say it's a bit of unfortunate, shall we call it, church politics that has kind of derailed, at least suspended or delayed the process. And that's why we're trying to get it back on track. It has every reason to get back on track. You know, Bishop Sheen, Dr. Peter, I would describe him as he he's a living day father of the church. In other words, when you read his writings— and also listen to him. It's not always real common that a speaker 
writes as well as they speak. And that is the case, though, with Sheen. He, he wrote, I think, a hundred books as a prolific writer and also a fantastic, of course, orator and preacher. But what he delivered was really as if you had the fathers of the church, you know, people like Augustine and John Chrysostom, St. Basil, Ambrose. It's as if you had those men alive today. That's the best way I could describe, at least me personally, it's how I see Bishop Sheen. Because when you read his writings, I, I sometimes jokingly refer to him as Captain Catholic, because he captures and communicates the soul of Catholicism better than anybody in recent history. He, he just is Catholicism. He is its soul. He is just like a father of the church in terms of his ability to orate and write and so on. And we're going to talk a whole lot more. I'm going to share some personal things about my relationship with Bishop Sheen from the standpoint of my church in a moment. So we're going to come back, take a little break here. Our guest is Dr. Peter Howard from the Fulton Sheen Movement. That's FultonSheenMovement.com. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Every day, Father Loya posts a brief two-minute Facebook video on the Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish homepage. You'll be amazed at what you can learn just by watching. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion, and to tell the story of the Eastern Lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. I'm Dr. Peter Howard, founder of the Fulton Sheen Movement. On July 9th, join me and Father Tom Loya at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen for an historic rally to fan the flame of love and devotion to Venerable Fulton Sheen. We need Fulton Sheen's intercession and guidance now more than ever. We're gathering to pray for his cause and especially for the Holy Spirit to move the church to set a new date for his beatification. Starting at 10 a.m., come and pray with us. Enjoy a delicious cookout and hear inspiring talks on Sheen by Father Loya and myself. Activities are planned for the whole family. Go to FultonSheenMovement.com for a complete schedule and to sign our global petition to unpause the cause of this great prophet for our times. Co-sponsored by WFSI, this rally is your chance to make a difference. I'll see you all on July 9th. Bye now, and God love you. I'm Tom Oglesby of FM 98.3 KCRD in Dubuque, Iowa, and you're listening to Light of the East. Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loyo, your host, and our guest is Dr. Peter Howard of the Fulton Sheen Movement. That's FultonSheenMovement.com. Go to that website and put your name there in the area where you can actually, it's like a petition to get this canonization process back on track. Now listen to these words, real short but profound as always. Jealousy is the tribute mediocrity pays to genius. How about that? That's for uh, Bishop Fulton J. Sheen. And that, again, sign of his relevancy, of his giftedness. And we're going to do something very special at my Church of Annunciation on July 9th. That's Sunday, July 9th. It's coming up in just a few days. Dr. Peter will be with us. 
and we're going to have an entire rally dedicated. It's kind of like a tent revival. We're going to have a tent outside. We're going to have a tent revival <laughs> for Fulton Sheen, and we're going to get all of you to come and pray and be a part of this magnificent day. And you're going to, have to you're going to we want you to sign up. We want you to sign up for this petition to get this canonization process going. So, Dr. Peter, let's talk about what we're going to do that day. Again, this is Sunday, July 9th at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois. First thing is, we're going to have our regular divine liturgy, which is at 10 a.m. in honor of Bishop Sheen. And after that, we're going to have a cookout and fellowship. Lunch will be provided. And then at 1 o'clock, we're going to have a live virtual petition drive. At 3 o'clock, we're going to have a procession and prayer, a chaplet and rosary procession and prayer for canonization. Then I'll say a few words about 3.30, and then Dr. Peter Howard will come on, the cleanup batter, and talk about the lay movement to save the church. And then for those who can remain just a little bit longer, at 5 p.m., we'll end the day with the evening prayer of the Byzantine Church. So we'll start with the Byzantine Divine Liturgy, which is the Mass. We call it the Divine Liturgy. And then we'll end again with the evening prayer. In between, lots of great events, including a presentation by Dr. Peter Howard. Just to let everybody know, and Dr. Peter, you too, as I mentioned, I grew up watching Bishop Sheen being formed by him, but he also was what we call biritual. In other words, he had faculties to function in the Byzantine Rite, which is what, of course, I am, what we are here at Annunciation Church. And here is something really remarkable. The Byzantine Church, the Eastern Catholic Churches, have the custom of always doing their prayer services in the vernacular, in the language of the culture. This has been a long tradition since, well, it goes all the way back to at least the ninth century. We did have our, what you might call our mother tongues, our original languages, such as Greek. And then for me, for our church, it was what's called Church Slavonic, was like, was like an ancient Russian. Those are the original languages of our churches. But the Eastern churches always had the custom that whatever culture the church developed in, in the East, they use the language, the vernacular language of that culture. And so when our immigrants from Eastern Europe, where my ancestors came from, they were Byzantine Catholics. They came from Eastern Europe, like Slovakia, Ukraine, Hungary, and so on. They came to America in the 1880s and 90s and so on. They prayed their services in the church Slavonic. But in 1965... We translated all of our services into English, and the first official English-language Byzantine Divine Liturgy in America was celebrated by Bishop Fulton J. Sheen. It was at Mount St. Macrina, a marvelous pilgrimage place even to this day, out in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. They have a great, great pilgrimage there during Labor Day weekend, and it was on that spot with, I think there were over 100,000 people in attendance, Bishop Sheen celebrated the Byzantine Divine Liturgy for the first official time in America. So this whole thing is very thrilling for me. I'm going to give you one more, one more little tidbit. We took our parishioners down to the Bishop Sheen Museum and to visit his grave there at the cathedral in Peoria, Illinois, Diocese of Peoria. And the nun, who was from Slovakia, where my church came from, actually, she was a curator of the museum. You know what she did, Dr. Peter? She went in the museum opened up a case there, a display case, took out Bishop Sheen's personal Byzantine chalice and gave it to me to celebrate the divine liturgy for my people in that cathedral using his chalice. Imagine what a thrill that was for me. I mean, it was incredible. Oh, my goodness. So when you come here and you address the people, your talk's going to be the lay movement to save the church. Can you give us a couple of thoughts on that? Yeah, well, Fulton Sheen was obviously a very prophetic man. And he, he received an award back in, I think it was 1972 or 74. And it was the Catholic Man in Action Award. And in his address, he said something in the presence of not just lay people, but 
bishop, priest, and he, he raised the question. He says, who is going to save the church? And he said, it's not going to be us bishops or priests. He says, but you, the people, you have the, the eyes, the ears, and the minds to save the church. As if he was looking to the future and seeing a couple of things. One, obviously a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit, but also uh, I think a, the crisis of leadership that has evolved to the times in which we have. And there's you know, so much confusion, and you know, it's even actually causing a lot of the problems with his own beatification. That I get. Um, and, and so this movement really is exactly in that spirit. It is, you know, we're white people who have started it, but we have um, you know, priests, of course, like yourself, who have enthusiastically embraced this. And it's simply to work in tandem, not to take over or usurp um, the legitimate authority of our shepherds, but it's also, you know, there's the, the Volks Popoli and the men's ecclesia and then the mind of the church is that it, it encompasses um, a, about a billion lay people. And so, you know, that that's really what uh, we see today. John Paul II, uh, he carried that same exact torch talking about the new evangelization going to be largely a lay movement. And so this is that hour, you could say, because we literally are in the final hour of where we are culturally, uh, as you mentioned, Marxism. I mean, cultural Marxism has really taken over every aspect um, of, of communication, and it's exactly what Sheen said. And all, I mean, he literally predicted the, the battle over, ultimately being over the sexual difference itself. Fulton Sheen said that like 60 years ago. So, you know, we're just carrying that torch, and we're we're trying to light that fire everywhere we can because in the end we know that it's going to bring the whole church together because Bishop Sheen, as you mentioned, being both of the West and of the East, um, he really is the the universal man, the universal bishop uh, that can relate to, I, I think, every single corner of the earth, just like his, his rosary that he designed to reach the five regions of the world. Yes, and he is such a symbol of this unity between East and West. And the reason he got interested in the East as well as the West, because he was interested in helping to expose, dismantle, defeat this communist ideology. And he knew that it was the Eastern Catholic churches that were suffering under this in Eastern Europe. And so he had a kind of affinity to them and developed this interest in the in the Byzantine Rite. Plus, he also was a man who was very, very very, very uh, fond of the rich tradition of the church, East and West. In other words, if it's prayer, it's liturgy. Again, he was, he was Mr. Catholic. He, he, was, <laughs> he just was all about whatever the genius of the Catholic Church was, East and West. And that's why he's, not only was he such an inspiration for us back then, but like you said, he's so relevant to today. I'm just going to give one another quote here. Sheen says this, again, listen to how contemporary. In almost nine cases out of ten, those who have once had the faith but now reject it or claim that it does not make sense are driven not by reasoning but by the way they are living. Boy, these are stingers, aren't they? <laughs> so relevant. And he wasn't yeah. afraid to say it. Again, this is going to be July 9th at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois. It's going to be the Fulton Sheen Rally, kind of a tent revival type thing. 
Divine Liturgy at 10 o'clock with later on a cookout and fellowship. We're going to have a virtual petition drive, procession and prayer, chaplain and rosary, prayer for canonization. I'll give a few words and then Dr. Peter Howard give a few words. So it's going to go from about 10 a.m. to about those who can stay to the end to about 6 p.m. So it's a good day, a good long day, a full day, and you can help. You can actually help just in the spirit of what Sheen predicted that laity would save the church. You can help to save his cause for canonization, which is vitally needed today. So again, just go to FultonSheenMovement.com, FultonSheenMovement.com, and sign that petition. Be a part of the movement. And above all, right, Dr. Peter, you can, above all, as always, as we say at our church, uh, we can pray for this this cause, can't we? Absolutely. Well, I kind of joke it, but I think, you know, once to get Sheen beatified might be his second miracle to get him canonized. Yeah. Uh, but the power of prayer should never be underestimated um, you know, from Sheen's own life. You know, whenever he uh, wanted to convert a soul, especially a really tough one, he always turned to our Blessed Mother, and, and he even said he wanted to convert a soul, turn to Mary. And so that's a big, big thing that we can do no matter where we are. And like you said, you are being a part of history, and, and not only that, at a time where um, you know, he may be the most important uh, of our modern saints, especially for the, the, the church in the United States, uh, which needs a resurrection. And, and she really gives us a blueprint on how to do that. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Dr. Peter, for all your work and for being here with us on Light of the East. I look forward to seeing you on July 9th, the Great Sheen Revival, the Great Sheen Rally. And again, for listeners, go to FultonSheenMovement.com. That's FultonSheenMovement.com and sign the petition and just be a part of things. Pray, even join us on July 9th, Sunday, at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Thank you again, Dr. Peter. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. To hear Light of the East again, visit byzantinecatholic.com and click on the Features and Programs tab and on iTunes. Thank you for listening to Light of the East. We encourage you to tell a friend about Light of the East and to visit byzantinecatholic.com. Light of the East is produced by ADC Media. News from around the world as it happens. Religious liberty, immigration, prayer, plus daily reports from the White House, Capitol Hill, and Rome. Get the Catholic News perspective on the things that impact your life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the light of the East. To learn more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue Light of the East with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount will be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. Or donate online on the homepage of ByzantineCatholic.com. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God grant you many happy years. Oh.